Hello, and welcome to the Thanos Project, where we discuss the idea of finding a way to stop the growth of our population and evaluate was Thanos' theory right. Today, we are going to discuss his viewpoint in relation to depleting resources and with birth control as a form of population control. Let's start this off with a little bit of background. If you don't already know, Thanos is a villain written by Marvel that appears in the movies Infinity War and Endgame. His goal is to eliminate half of the universe so that the other half has an overall better quality of life. His theory has some merit to it. Currently, our world is on a path to destruction from overuse of our resources and an exponentially growing population. Let's talk about Earth's resource use in relation to population. The experts say humanity is currently using nature 1.7 times faster than our planet's ecosystems can regenerate, writes Jane Dalton at Independent UK. The day that we use more than one year's worth of resources during that same year is called Overshoot Day, and it's getting closer and closer to the beginning of year, but there are ways to stop it. How can we fix this? The Earth Overshoot Day project predicts that if every other family had one less child and motherhood was postponed by two years, by 2050 we would move overshoot day by 49 days. If we continued as now, we would be at 9.7 billion, the UN median variant estimate, but if each mother had on average 1.8 children compared to 2.3 currently and motherhood was delayed by two years, we'd be at 7.7 billion. If we continued as now, we would be at 9.7 billion, and assuming the ecological footprint per capita stays at the 2020 level, the difference in 2050 would be 49 days. There have been multiple studies on our population in conjunction with resources and land. And it is shown that having two children or less can help to provide more open spaces and access to nature in urban areas, provide higher quality and easier access to infrastructure and services, ensure clear air and easier work commutes, preserve and grow the Earth's natural habitats, reduce and reverse biodiversity loss, and help progress towards a cooler planet. One of the programs that produced the study was known as the CHOICE program and it ran between 2008 and 2013. The pregnancy rates were 34 per 1,000, birth rates were 19.4 per 1,000, and the abortion rates were 9.7 per 1,000. This is compared to the national rates, which were 158.5 for pregnancies per 1,000, 94 per births per 1,000, and 41.5 for abortions per 1,000. And currently, more than 200 million women who want to avoid pregnancy are not using modern contraceptives. Although this study focused on teens, it can still be applicable for women of any age. If there are less women working, nope. If there are less women having children, there will be less strain on the economy and less strain on our natural resources. If we are reducing the strain on our natural resources, the use of those resources will slowly but steadily go down, 
which means the prices of those resources will also decrease. In the opposite way, if more children are being born and less contraceptives and sexual education is are being used and implemented, the strain on our resources will significantly increase, and as the resources start to deplete more and more, the price of those will begin to increase. Now, there are a few different directions that we can take for population decrease and control. Like I said before, there is the method of free birth control and sex education, but there are a few more options. Another possibility would to be providing a sliding Okay, slow it down. There are a few different directions that we can take for population decrease and control. Like I said before, there is the method of free birth control and sexual education, but there are a few other options. One possibility would to, to provide a sliding scale cost for abortions, creating laws that would limit the amount of children that a family can have, or incentivizing not having children or going through the process of adoption. For the sliding scale abortions, it pretty much means you pay what you can based on what your needs are. Here's an example. There are two people at a clinic or that are seeking abortions. One is an affluent and upper middle class woman with no children or dependents who has a partner that they can rely on, and the other is a lower class working mother with six children and dependents and no partner. The lower class woman would pay significantly less than the other. This would be because the lower class woman would be significantly more affected by the pregnancy and having to carry out the pregnancy and the delivery than she would of having to get an abortion because she would have to take at least one month off um, because of her pregnancy and she could possibly lose her job while the upper middle class woman would be significantly less affected um, she most likely wouldn't lose her job. If she did, she has someone else to rely on, and the impact of having a child would not be as bad financially on their life. Now, there could be some specific exceptions, such as if the child has a disease that would make their quality of life very poor. Another way to target this population control would to implement laws like they have had in China that limit the amount of children that a family has, and one of the best ways to enforce this would to be providing free sterilization for families after they've had a certain amount of children. Now, we couldn't force fa families to get sterilized as that would be unethical, but we could also provide an incentive for them getting their procedures done. This incentive can range from cash to vacation days to special work offers. Now, finally, one of the last paths that they could take is incentivizing certain options. It would be helpful if they provided more information on the foster system and on adoptions so that people knew more about those systems, how they work, and how they can get involved. Many families that either cannot have children physically, whether it be because of their anatomy or because of their genetics, they turn to fostering and adoption, but 
They both are a very long and expensive process. If we could provide more information on adopting and fostering children and lower the costs of adoption and fostering significantly as an alternative to having children, it would significantly help to decrease our current population and our overgrowth of the population. Now that we've discussed our methods of population control and how we can help our population in relation to our resources and our economy, we can finally evaluate was Thanos right? In a theoretical sense, yes, he was right. He just wanted to make our lives better by essentially deleting half of our universe. That is something we can do ethically with helping not to delete half of the universe, but to instead slow or stop the growth of our population. If we do that, we will see a significant improvement in our quality of life, our environment around us, and our resources and production. Now, this is something that is a long-term goal, and unlike a snap of the fingers, it is something that we have to work towards. But if we really care about each other, we will start this process and start to save our home. Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Was Thanos Right?